Does it does a dick boner drag weeds? Welcome to the Beat Around the Bench podcast. Podcast about woodworking, good times, and general jackassery. With your hosts, Jess of Jess Build It, Colton of Cold Crit, and Ross of RNC Woodworking and Designs. You can find us all on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. In this week's episode, we hosted Dennis Walker of Alpha One Carpentry. Jess takes us on a wild trivia adventure. Dennis tells us about his days riding the rails. Colton falls asleep at the reel. And Ross finishes like a champion. All of that and more is coming right up on this episode of the Beat Around the Bench podcast. Now for episode 45, Sudden Death. For today's guest, we are joined by Dennis Walker of Alpha One Carpentry, a man so mysterious he can hear sign language. (laughs) That's right. How are you, Dennis? Big D. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for joining, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. So, uh, so yeah, well, I was going to say a little, a little backstory. So I met Dennis, um, I was probably what, about a year, year and a half ago, I was visiting some family. I was at a wedding and he was there and we just started talking and, uh, he was, he was dating somebody that was really close to my wife at the time. And physically or like physically close to your wife, (laughs) she was just standing there or they actually know each Uh, other well. They were physically close at okay, some point. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, and me and him hit it off and we started talking about woodworking and stuff like that. And I was like, that's great. So we friended each other on Facebook. And then over time, I've just been watching his Instagram and stuff like that. And he's got a scroll saw and is a maniac with it. Like he, uh, he doesn't even want to see and see. He loves doing it by hand, the epoxy stuff. He's very, very artistic. Plus, he has like a full-time construction job. They do cabinets and remodels and all kinds of stuff like that. So me and him always have something to talk to. And so he's getting his Instagram together. And more and more every day, I see great stuff. And I mentioned WorkbenchCon to him. I texted him, and he's like, I'm going to go. And so he's going to WorkbenchCon for the first time. So I was like, dude, you've got to come on the podcast And let's talk because we have people that maybe have, we've had people on here with a lot of followers and we've had, you know, like I don't have that many followers yet. Ross probably has more than me and Colton. So, um, I thought it would be good because he's very creative and he's very hands-on. He loves to do things, you know, by hand. So, so Dennis, actually on on that note, I have a question for you. Being that you, you seemingly tackle both sides of the spectrum, can you explain to our listeners out there, what is the difference between carpentry and woodwork? So I would say carpentry is anything that has to do with like your house, you know, your flooring, your cabinets, um, getting walls put up, um, built-ins, and then woodworking is more specific to using types of woods, uh, furniture, um, signs, you know, like, uh, you can make art, like that's what I consider like very creative, like, uh, um, say you're going to the store and you're looking for this table and you can't find it. So they come to us and say, all right, well, I can make that. Like they have two pictures, you put them together. Okay. Just like, you know, like a tattoo artist, for instance. And do you have a preference between the two styles? like construction or carpentry or woodwork. Yeah. I mean, mean, you're obviously to Jess's point, you're a maniac with the scroll saw. 
But obviously, you're based on your Instagram, you're building a lot of cabinets and built-ins and all kinds of just general construction things. Do you have a preference of which one you're doing? Or is it totally different sections of your, your brain you're thinking with? Uh, definitely woodworking. I actually have um, a couple Instagrams, and one is strictly woodworking. Okay. Okay. That I did not know. See? Just learned something Very new. nice. Yeah, I thought I saw yeah. another one, but I couldn't find it the other day. I'll have to see if I can find it. Yeah, so yeah, I, I also say on the uh, on the woodworking versus construction, the tolerances are a lot tighter yes. often. And like the woodworking, <laughs> uh, I learned that the hard way when I was uh, getting different employees in the shop. Uh, there's For a big difference. A half to a yeah. quarter inch of space intolerance is not acceptable in woodworking. <laughs> I would, yeah, I just was, uh, Janelle and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about what you said the other day, Ross, and I think that the best way that I could describe it is carpentry is fasteners, woodworking is joinery and glues and things like okay. that. You do know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you really if you really break it down, like you nail trim up. I mean, yes, there might be some glue and things, but you're you're not really doing joinery in the field. No, aside from maybe some dowels. But woodworking, you're making who knows what kind of joinery. Like, and so I always, like, yeah, like specialty, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Dovetails, so on and so forth. So, Dennis, in a nutshell, this is Ross's question. He usually gets to ask, but I'm going to yeah. ask it. Uh, can you give us your elevator elevator pitch about like who you are and like what got you into woodworking and, and, and all that? And also, that? what yeah. kind of tree has a big enough nut to get all this in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I've, I've been in construction since I was 15. My uncle was a builder around here, so I always worked for him. Every summer I had a job. It was great. And then, um, you know, I worked for – I actually worked for Amtrak for about 10 years. And then um, I just – doing construction but not, like, in a home, you know, more like for commercial. Finally, you know, got to the point where I wanted to do it um, by my – you know, with uh, companies and then ended up uh, my own thing. And um, I remember – this had to be about seven years ago. I seen a farmhouse table online for $1,500. And I go, are you kidding me? That's so easy to make. I can do that. And then I did. And that started it. Did you also get $1,500 yeah. for yours? I got a little bit less. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I just started out. Yeah. yeah. It was probably like, I don't know, 900 or something. How long did it take you to make it? Uh, less than a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a strong, strong ROI. The, the, I can do that. That's a powerful sentence, man. Like I can do that. Yeah. That's I think a lot of us have had that, man. I feel that. You said I, I worked it. construction since I was 15. It was great. I heard that. <laughs> it's, it, it's not always. So, What's it like working out there in the cold? It sucks. Um, but you get to a point where now, um, so I had a, a carpentry business and my business partners did exterior and we teamed up to be general contracting. So basically I don't really have to work outside. I just have to like meet the homeowner, meet the subs, set the jobs up, get materials if needed, you know, kind of like run around and be the op like operations of everything. And then luckily when the job's close to home, I can be in the shop also. So I kind of, you know, double dip. So That's random sidebar, you said you did, you worked for Amtrak for almost a decade. Yeah. Was that just, Hey, I want to do something different and get out of construction or was that, I've always had a fascination with the railroad or it was, um, you know, it was going from $15 an hour to 24 
when I got in. So it was, it was the benefits. It was, um, kind of like, I guess a career thing, you know? Okay. I've always wanted to know, I, I I'm assuming on the Amtrak side, uh, you were doing more long haul trips, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there's times where you got to just, I had to work in Delaware for eight months. So it was a 40 minute drive in the morning and sometimes over an hour to get home, depending on traffic or sports games or anything like that. Um, but you just do it. Okay. And I mean like, but going there, I was able to, um, I went to a six week welding course so I can weld. Um, and I've used that with woodworking, uh, taught myself how to make on the job. <laughs> um, so I mean, there's just like, I guess, if I'm really interested in something, I'm, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Like when I started woodworking, um, I built a bookshelf. It was, uh, the shelves were black walnut, the sides were maple and the back was barnwood. And now it's filled with books. Like I just kept reading, kept learning, kept trying to, you know, what's next, like go that route, you know? So you actually have an interesting background and perspective that could possibly answer this question. Well, being that you have lots of construction background, both exterior and interior, you have obviously uh, furniture building experience. You have specialties in a bunch of things. Where do you see from both a macro and a micro level the woodworking and or construction industry going in the next few years? Construction will never end. Um, I've always said to people, whether we're in the same uh, field or not, Everybody on my street can be a carpenter and none of us will touch anyone else's pockets. Like there's just so many houses, so many people want work, especially interior things take longer than say a roof. You can do a roof in a day, but stuff in the house, depending on how in depth and all that, you know what I mean? It's just, you can be there longer. So there's always going to be a future for that. People are always going to buy houses, always going to get them fixed up. And then the, the carpenter or the woodworking would be, um, there's people out there that want what no one else has. And that's what we do. Is there a job that you hate doing after all you've all these different jobs on a construction site? Is there one you're like, I hope I never have to do this one task again. Yeah, there's a couple. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm, I'm really good at drywall, but I don't want to do it anymore because you almost always have to go back. Yeah. And I hate going back. And then bathrooms. I'll never do a bathroom again. I hate tiling. I, I really do. Yeah. Because if it's cold out, it doesn't matter. You have to go outside and cut mm-hmm. every yeah. time and come back. Yeah. It's just a lot of movement. It's always messy. I don't care who you are. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm I'm good. I'll, I'll hire somebody and uh, oversee them. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. There's some people that they're really, really fast and good at tile, too. They got all the little tools and all that stuff. I think that... Uh, along with what you're asking, Ross, that like with the invention of computers and the CNC and stuff like that, they're making tools so precise now, like the domino joiner, like they would have never been able to make that and mass produce it, you know, a hundred years ago or even 50 years ago. But, and it's such a great tool. And I think, uh, I think I've heard Keith Johnson use the term hybrid woodworking Mm -hmm. where it's quality but it's quicker and it's faster and it's less, you know, hand tools and stuff. I think that's kind of the way it's going. And all these tool companies, I mean, they're making a fortune selling. You need a tool for everything, right? So uh, I think that's the way it's going for sure. I hate that furniture is going in the way that it's going because it used to be you needed a table. You went to a wood shop and they made you a table. And now 
You can go to whatever there's store. Actually some, well, I mean, there's some pretty nice places that you can buy a table from online and they make them in a foreign country where nobody makes any money mm-hmm. and out of hardwood. And it's, it's good. Yeah. It's just fine. And it's a third of what I could ever think to make one for. And that's the part that scares me, but there'll always be custom stuff and built ins mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, and the people that appreciate stuff made in the, made in the U S. So Dennis, I do have to ask, you've probably been on at least two or three construction sites in your day. Um, what's the, <laughs> and uh, I guess doesn't have to be totally appropriate. What's the wildest story you have from a construction site or the funniest story? Oh, I got some good ones. All right. <laughs> so, um, I guess this is, man, I had to be, I had to be in high school at this point. So, um, I was a laborer and we had like crews of, of people every summer. A lot of them were my friends. People were older and, um, every, it was the foreman. He would say, all right, as long as we have a good week, Friday, we can stop work a little bit early. We would find one of the houses. So a little backstory, my uncle built, um, retirement communities. So it's multiple houses in each building, usually four, four units to a building and then multiple, you know, like a, like a community. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the foreman, um, Ron, he would say, we have a good week. We can stop a little bit early and we'll find a house that no one's in like, you know, that nobody lives in yet and we'll start drinking. So that was like a kickoff to the weekend type thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the, one of the subs, a framer, this guy, Victor, there was, a, um, it was in Warminster. So it was, I think a bowling alley, like just closed down or something. He ended up getting, he ended up getting bowling balls and um, pins and we actually bowled <laughs> in somebody's basement. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I was going to ask you another question. So when did you like, when did you get the scroll saw and, and start like getting into the more intricate things that you're, that you're doing now? So I'm not sure when I got that, maybe five or six years ago, um, as I got the, so I had a shed in my backyard, it was 10 by 16 over the last three years, we extended it to 10 by 26. And actually today I have, um, a decent amount of slabs next to it. I just moved them all and I'm in the process of cleaning out the shop because I'm going to expand it again. Um, we're going to build it 25 by 25, give or take. Ooh. Yeah. That's no longer a shed. Yeah. 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 That's no longer a shed. But, um, you know, you acquire tools. I think I have a a 17 inch bandsaw, but it's in the garage because there's no room in in the shed at the moment. But, um, I guess I would just see like pictures or Pinterest or just by following people. And I'm like, man, how do they do that? And I would like, now I can just take a picture that I like, and fit, like, I don't need no templates. I figure out what I want to cut out, the thickness, the color, um, and I just do it. Like, I, I kind of just like, as I go, and then um, if I'm going to sand it down or, or add another layer, like the depth and stuff like that. And um, it, it, it just, I just see something and I do it. That's awesome. You're very creative. What's your uh, favorite wood to work with? Colton's going to say skin flute, but it's not it. <laughs> well, I mean, those tables are cool. I did end tables at olive wood and uh, epoxy. So that was, that was neat. 
Olive Wood's oh, good. Olive Wood. Yeah. yeah, it was Wood of the Week, yeah. So, Dennis, I yeah, have to ask, crazy. when I worked with some Olive Wood, um, I was just making coasters and soap trays or soap dishes for somebody. Uh, but I found that the oils in, in the Olive Wood gummed up all the sawdust pretty heavily and jammed up my saws pretty, pretty fierce. Did you find similar? I guess I... Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I do a lot of cuts in there and everything, and I, I guess I don't really notice stuff like that. Okay. Um, unless it's the dust sometimes. You can yeah. – um, affects, like, your breathing and all that. I know, you know, I have fa um, fans, and um, I wear a mask, and I have a filter, you know, above me. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's certain um, dusts of wood that I don't know if I'm allergic to them or it, it's just – Irritating, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, irritating. Yeah, monkey pod does that to me, and it's not even. I'm not even allergic. Paduke is brutal uh, to me. Is oh, it just in general? Like it's a brute. Like it looks awesome, but when you cut it, man, the dust on that is just nasty. Where do you get your wood from, Dennis? So I had like six trees. Well, actually, when I worked at Amtrak, I was doing contractor protection, which is basically you watch the contractors when they work next to the track. Because they're so many feet near the track, um, you would have them, you would be in charge of them, uh, their safety. And they were cutting trees at the time. And there was, I think they were black walnut, sycamore, and birch maybe. It was from the area. So. Oh, just those old throwaway woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't really know at the time I said... That's a big tree. I got an eight foot bed. I said, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you load these three trees in my truck? No problem. <laughs> so <laughs> I had them stashed and then I ended up getting three more that um, coincidentally, my uncle was building another development close by. I borrowed my friend's uh, 12 foot stake body and had 10 to 12 foot black walnut, honey locust, and oh, God. something else. So you got to mill it up? You got to yeah, mill yes. it up? <laughs> so again, through the, through the Amtrak connections, um, I had a dump truck, a, a low boy trailer, and these uh, six logs dropped at my house. And there's a, there's a guy in Maple Shade who has a mill, a portable mill. He came out and cut them in my uh, front of my house. Very cool. And then when I need to buy stuff or when um, – like the olive wood, I actually got a sale. I got a bunch of slabs out back. Um, I got some purple heart, uh, a lot of maple. You have slabs um, of purple heart? I have a slab out back right now, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Wow. He's got the woods. That's um, awesome. There's a, place in there's a place in Hamilton called uh, Willie Brothers, and they're awesome. Okay. First, first name basis. I remember the guy, uh, the one guy, Josh, he's been there the longest. Incredible woodworker. He's like, oh, I think there's wood in the back. Let's take a ride. They just got an 85-inch bandsaw mill out there. And he's like, oh, yeah, check it out. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, That's uh, Dennis, cool. one of the things that we like to do uh, as guests come to visit is do a little bit of rapid-fire trivia. Oh, that's right. I forgot about and that. <laughs> Let me get that up. Okay, just We do a little a bit of rapid-fire trivia to try and learn a little bit about our guests. And the goal is to answer as many questions as you can in three minutes. And there is no right answer. There's no wrong answer. And the other benefit of it is none of these are questions about woodworking. 
These are all just totally mm -hmm. random, usually yes or no kind of questions. And the record so far was uh, – that was that was me, twenty-seven. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not that he's bragging. It's on the chart. It's yeah. on the chart, right? You, so what? What? I will. I will try to keep them easy questions. Uh, people always get hung up. That's the problem. So uh, I think you will do. I'm trying to find. I had. Oh, here we go. This one's the first. Uh, da, da, da. He's very prepared. Mana. <laughs> Well, I didn't think about I forgot. Yeah. I just totally forgot. I got my other trivia ready and I was just like mm -hmm. wound up. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. So I mean right, I got a question we'll while, while you're pulling that up. Go oh, for it. I'll ask it after. No, go, oh, ahead. go for it. Yeah, go for it. Hey, okay, so Dennis, uh so you already have a, a, a badass bandsaw and uh it's scroll saw and all. Uh, what's the next tool in your shop, man? Like um like, would you just upgrade what you currently have, or you want a, a different actually, style tool? So or? I have a lathe; it's smaller. I was looking to get a bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. Is 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 it green? It is green. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that we probably have the same lathe. Yeah, like, um, I think it's like eighteen inch, like a nine inch throat or whatever you go. Not not throat. That's that's bandsaw talk. But um, yeah, it's a, it's I got a, one of those. Uh, I've only played with it a little bit, ten, man. But it's fun. Ten by ten um, by eighteen, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same one, man. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, um, I, um, you know, that's a good idea. I could go get the Harbor Freight lathe just to screw around with. I bet I could get one on Marketplace for nothing. Oh, yeah. And just clean yeah. it up. It just so I would have one because I took the class and I'd love to turn like some small, at least get back my chops back and start, um, and start like making gifts for people and stuff. You know what I mean? Not necessarily make any money with it. It's but. pronounced. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure you got your, uh, your wood secured pretty well. Um, I've thrown a piece off. Yeah. Luckily yeah. it went the opposite direction, yeah. but definitely yeah. Uh, yeah. some type of face mask too. Like, yeah, not just yeah, yeah. I had one in the old shop. I had this big, this big thing. All right. So we've done these before, but these are really good questions. So we're going to do them again. I doubt you'll get through 30 of them. You ready? Are you ready? You have three minutes to answer as many questions as you can. You ready, Dennis? Woo. Yep. All right. Rapid fire starts in three, two, one, go. If you could only eat one fruit for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mango. Would you rather have fingers as long as your legs or legs as long as your fingers? Legs as long as my fingers. Oh, no. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> uh, if you if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Monkey. Uh, toilet paper, over or under? Over. If you were a ghost, who would you haunt first? My mom. <laughs> oh my god that's a story you get scared when uh on. say there's like law and order and like the door opens she'll jump so it'll be perfect <laughs> perfect the great gatsby all yeah. right yeah Pan pancakes or waffles waffles what's the weirdest smell you actually enjoy i don't even know Okay. <laughs> All right, pass. You can go back to it. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Read minds. What's the most useless talent you have? Mm. 
can bench press 325? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? 100 duck-sized horses. All right. What's the best type of cheese in your opinion? Smoked Gouda. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that is what he said. Hey. Right. Uh, if you could only use one emoji for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? I'm trying to think of the one I use all the time. The middle finger? <laughs> the peach? Like all right, John and Blake. Yeah. Go to the next one. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Zucchini. If you could have dinner with any fictional character, who would it be? Uh, Albert Einstein. It's not fictional. All right. What's the first? <laughs> what's the worst saying, movie? Saying, that always gets me. Like when you're in a bookstore, you're like, all right. Well, I don't want to get. I don't want to get that. All right. What's the worst movie you've you. ever seen but secretly loved? I see a lot of movies. Uh, pass. I don't know. Okay, which fictional world would you like to live in? 20 seconds. Mm. Lego world. Oh, that's good. If you were an ice cream flavor, what would you be? Chocolate. All right, very good. Five seconds. It? Oh, uh, if you could be a mythical creature as a pet, what, which would, what would you choose? No idea. All right. So you got 14. Uh, 14. Yep. 14. Very good. That's still better. Some people get stuck even worse than that. So 14 for Dennis. Yep. All right. Some of those were tough. Colton only got nine. <laughs> 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 I was running by my mouth. I don't even remember how many. Oh, well, I have So I, I got to think. So the finger legs, leg finger question. I think I'd rather be taller um, than short. And I just, I guess it was such a quick, you know, thought that. After I said that, I was like, no. <laughs> no, well, no, no I, I I agree with you. Most everyone says the same answer you have. But uh, I don't know. I was trying to figure out if that – maybe that one is at the front just to break the ice on weird questions. Yeah. I don't really know what's un- what it's uncovering as far as personalities or whatever. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I was looking at. Oh, very good. You yeah. did great, Dennis. I like it. Uh, why zucchini, by the way? I don't know. Just so you can make pasta out of it. You can make bread out of so, it. You can make squash. So you guys, so I've I'll been like, nod, on this yeah. no carb trick, not not to totally like throw the the this off the rails, but I've been on a no carb thing, and so I love lasagna, but obviously pasta, right? And there is no such thing as like a no carb pasta that I found that's good. So I took, I tried it two ways. I took one and I took zucchini and sliced it up like thin, you know, like long ways. Put it on a cookie sheet with olive oil, salt, and pepper, and try to like make a layers with that, and that was okay. And then I did it with eggplant, the same thing. So it's almost like eggplant parm. And then I use eggplant as like the pasta mm-hmm. in the lasagna. Oh my god, it's like the best. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Jess. I think it is time to learn a little bit about the wood of the week. Are you ready to imbibe us with that? I am. Ooh, I am. Wow. 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 Is that is that playing for mm-hmm. you, Ross? Yeah. Oh, so I, for some reason I'm not hearing it. 
This week's Wood of the Week is an interesting wood, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I've been using the heck out of it lately. Um, and we're doing a kitchen right now, so I'm even using this wood, and I, and I didn't even, you know, it, it just comes in the parts. But this week's wood isn't really a wood. Well, it is a wood, but it's not like a wood that grows in this form. This week's Wood of the Week is plywood. That, plywood. That, oh, that's... I mean, so okay. I, well, I, I guess it's it's a wood, but to me, it's very interesting. I don't know if you guys have ever seen how they make the veneers of of plywood, yes. but yeah. it is insane to me that they can do what they do. So, when do you think that the first like patents were applied for for plywood in the in the U.S. actually? I'm going to go the 19, late 1940s. I was going to say 50s. So there's a little like waffling back and forth. So like. You don't want that in your like plywood. 18, well, 1865, <laughs> there was a patent that was granted that you would be considered plywood to a John Mayo, but they didn't really mass produce it till 1905. But in 1797, a British mechanical engineer made patent applications for what he described as a concept to laminate layers of veneers by gluing them together uh, to come up with, with a thick layer, which is what we now use as plywood. So is that that one, I don't think he got the patent, but he applied for it in 1797. So um, it's quite interesting. Um, Basically plywood for our listeners or people that don't know, or they're just getting into woodworking, you know what plywood is. But there's all kinds of different plywood. And basically, they take a log, remove the bark, steam it, soak it, put it in something, and kind of wet it. And it goes on a giant, what I will call like a lathe maybe, Mm -hmm. or rollers. And there's one big, long, giant knife. And it literally rolls it and spins it against that and makes big, long, like, sheets. Kind of like pulling off a roll of paper towels. Right? And there's the different types of plywood. There's softwood plywood, which is generally what like Dennis would use to put on a roof or for decking. Uh, those are usually made out of things like pine, cedar, spruce, or fir. And when they do the, the laminations of the plywood, they go one direction and then like usually like 90 band. or 45, 90 or 40 degrees the other direction and back and forth and back and forth like so. And as they glue it, it makes it much more sturdy, much stronger Uh, Because you've got grains going all kinds of different ways. Some plywood is actually, uh, uh, what's his name? Simon Cowell had a trailer. um, So they like live in their trailer while they're doing like, like a whole season of American Idol. And it's actually a a tractor trailer from like a behind a semi. And it's like their little house that they live in. But there's, there's weight restrictions this company in Sweden specially made him ultra high strength half inch plywood, which was stronger than three quarter and lighter than half inch. And it has fiberglass threads in it, right? That are going back and forth. Yeah. So it makes ultra strong um, plywood that way. There's hardwood plywood, which is usually got some hardwoods in it or softwoods in the middle. And then it has a hardwood layer on top. Um, there's marine plywood, which uses uh, waterproof adhesives mm-hmm. in it so that it can get wet and it doesn't delaminate there's aircraft plywood which is what i was just talking about it's ultra high strength hardwood veneers it's got some now it probably has carbon fiber in it and things like that, that they 
do it to make it strong, flexible, yet light. And then there's also flexible plywood, which is used in bent laminations when they make things like chairs over forms and things like that. What is OSB, so, Jess? <clears throat> oriented strand board. That's all the leftover crap from when they cut down and chop up trees and, and the milling process. And they take and they press it really, really hard, layer by layer. With some glue. Uh, with lots of glue. With a lot of glue. And <clears throat> it's... um. I don't like OSB, but it does have its place. Dennis, it does have what its kind place. of plywood gives you the worst splinters? I'm actually gotten pretty good with handling it all. Probably OSB. <laughs> probably OSB. Okay. Yeah, OSB is a nightmare. Just because it's like sure. not just the edges; it's anywhere you touch, really. You know, because it's just rough. The way your mother likes it, yeah. Trebek. So I did do just a quick deep dive on one of them which is called, uh, you guys might have heard of it, uh, Baltic Birch. Mm -hmm. so, uh, yes, I was hoping that you were going to say that. So Baltic Birch I want to learn more about it, man. Baltic Birch plywood is ultra high quality. Oh, just so people know, in furniture and cabinet making, uh, plywoods come in grades. So like each side has a grade. And so like sometimes I'll buy like it'll be A grade on one side and then like a lower grade on the back, which you may never see. And so they do that. It comes pre-finished, pre-painted, all kinds of different things and in different thicknesses. But Baltic birch is a little different because most of the plywoods that I use are not Baltic birch. And the there's kind of like, I'm not going to call them trash layers, but not very perfect layers all the way through, except for the very top layer. And it's like onion skin, very thin, thin layer of veneer on the top and the bottom. And that's what is the pretty... Uh, side, I guess you would call it, whether it's paint ready or stain ready. Baltic birch is different. Each layer is about 1.5 millimeters thick, even the top layers. And so, which is, makes it great for sanding. It makes it very strong. Uh, obviously, it comes from the Baltic region of Russia is where it originated from. And um, it is great. It, if you can get your hands on Baltic birch, it is probably the best plywood out there. It's also like two to three times more expensive than especially say, right imported, now. especially right now. During COVID, it was even worse, mm -hmm. right? So, um, but if you're going to do something, let's say that is going to be an heirloom piece or something that you're going to have to sand a lot after you, like uh, Colton does with epoxy and things like that, and you're going to have to sand it after, you can't do that with regular plywood. You'll go right through the veneer, like immediately, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. if, if it's going to need to be stained or just clear-coated after. So Baltic birch would be your choice. And actually, they sell more 5x5 five five sheets of Baltic birch than they do pretty much anything else, which is interesting. Yeah. There's only one mill in Houston I found that sells it in a 4x8. Hmm. Yeah. And well, uh, before, I was having to buy it in a 5x5 five 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 sheet. 5x5 five is more standard for cabinetry because you, I'm assuming, have less waste, right? Yeah, because you get two pieces out of it. The other thing about Baltic uh, birch that's different than all other plywoods, I would say, is that it totes uh, a void-free core. Mm -hmm. So the core doesn't have like little pockets and holes and like, you know, and you'll see a piece of plywood, you'll cut it and you'll see like all these little holes where it's not 100% a solid surface all the way through on each layer. Baltic birch is. So that's also why it's more expensive. I have seen recently that um, at least B-grade and higher maple plywood, solid maple, is very close 
It is not quite exactly Baltic Birch caliber, but for a third or a quarter of the price, it is a very, very close substitution. Yeah. So that's this yeah, week's You mentioned week. that maple stuff before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This week's one of the week is plywood, and um, I, I love it. I love it because I know when I do something out of plywood, it's not going to change. It's not really going to move on me. So it's great for making jigs and stuff in the shop too. That's true. Yeah. I've, yeah, most all of uh, my holders and jigs and things I make out of uh, my cutoffs from uh, that Baltic birch, and it's it's pretty solid. I, I, a, I like it a lot. There's a so. guy on YouTube that makes – it's called Wood Gears, and he makes everything out of Baltic birch and like literally like makes his – he made his own um, – Is it the Canadian like guy? Bandsaw. I th- think yeah. so. Made his own bandsaw, like all this. He's made, he a, made joiner a joiner out of plywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah out of, out of, and he's what? and he makes the gears out of plywood. Yep. The joiner bed is solid, like maple or something. Yeah, but and a motor. Okay, but then like everything else, like he even makes little gears out of it. He's really smart. He's, he must be an engineer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's anyway. insane. All right, well, yeah. that's this week's word of the week. Hope you guys enjoyed. I mean, I know yeah. I did. Well, I also heard that Baltic birch, like like inch for inch, is double the weight of normal plywoods. As well, Probably. like um, as yeah. as a separate but uh, honorable mention, MDF is also a type of plywood. However, density wise, I would say is is probably more action packed than most plywood, um, and it is unbelievable until you get it wet. Yeah, yeah and right. it's yeah. extremely flat. Yes. You know, like a regular sheet of plywood, if you put a piece of, uh, say, uh, laminate on it, Mm -hmm. you can sometimes see like little bumps and stuff, which you thought was a perfect piece of plywood. It's not. But you put it over MDF, it doesn't do that. Yeah. So it's great for shop tables. Yes, but MDF is also brutal. uh, Getting back to the dust issue. When you're cutting MDF, it smells like farts and it creates a brutal dust. (laughs) Yeah, formaldehyde in the air and everything Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jess, yeah. do you happen to have some trivia that could go along okay. with this super fun plywood discussion? I do. I do. I do. I total wood geeked out on the plywood, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I do. I, I, I have some trivia. I want to hear what Dennis has to say in this trivia because you were pumping it up before we started. I, so I am, but he didn't get. It, he doesn't know what it is yet. Oh well, let's play a little jingle. All right. Better get on out that knowledge, cause it's trivia time. Alright, so I wrote this whole game myself, uh, which I didn't really write much, but I did I know how Ross there, yes. is about I know how Ross is about the rules, right? And you will have to help me keep track of one thing. I'm gonna try my best to keep track of it, but I'll get excited and I'll miss something. So <clears throat> this is between the three of you guys. All right, and I'm going to just read the instructions. Are you ready? Today we are going to play a new trivia game. Instead of multiple choice questions, we are going to have a little competition between the three of you. Okay? There will be six rounds. Each round has already been assigned a number. At the beginning of each round, you will pick a number between 1 and 10. The closest to the answer without going over gets to go last. Okay. All right. Then the next closest, and then the last, right? In that order. We'll rotate who gets to pick the number first, uh, second, and last each round. In each round, you will be asked to name as many things as you can in the given subject. Okay. 
All right. And they must match the subject or they will not count. Answers can be repeated between each person from the previous person when it's their turn. Ooh. Okay. So you can add to it. That's why you get to go last if you get the number right. All right. You will have, in honor of our 45th episode, 45 seconds to name as many as you can. Uh, Only complete answers will be accepted at the buzzer. So when the buzzer goes in your mid-word, that one doesn't count. All right? So the person with the most answers at the end of the game will be crowned Woodworking Trivia King this week. All right? So uh, we're going to start with a guest, and then I'll just go in order of my screen on this first one, and then we'll keep mixing it up after that. Okay? Who gets to pick? Uh, we each pick a number one to ten. Whoever is closest to, 10. to the so number Dennis, you, you pick. Dennis, you go first. Okay. Pick it, and I've already wrote the number down, so I'm not going to cheat. So pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Okay. Oh, let me write this down here. So we got Dennis. And what do you got, uh, Ross? Two. And Colton. Six. Right. One dollar, Bob. So Dennis, Ross. Colton and Dennis, you picked seven. Seven and you picked six. And what did you pick, Ross? Two. Three? Two. 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 The correct number was three. So, Ross, you go first. I go last. Uh, Colton. Yeah, you go last. Uh, so that means Colton, you go first. Dennis, you go second. And uh, Ross. So no, because Colton got six and Dennis was at seven. Okay, see, that's this is what I was telling you guys about Ross. All right, so <laughs> six. So yes, you're you're correct. Ross uh, goes last. You will be number three. Colton, you go second. Uh, second, and then you will be third. Dennis, Dennis will be leading okay. it all. <clears throat> all right, Dennis, are you ready? I need you to name as many. Oh, let me get my let me get my timer out here. Okay. And you just help me keep track of how many he does, Ross. Okay. <laughs> Stopwatch. Okay. I need you. You have 45 seconds from the time that I say start. I need you to name as many types of non-electrical woodworking hand tools as you can. Are you ready? Yeah. And go. Name them. You have 45 seconds. Hand tools. What do you mean, not electrical? Uh, like not a skill saw. Oh, like hand tools. Uh, uh, yes. Chisels. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, come on, keep going. You can do carving it. Carving tools. Um, square. That counts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. You got another 15 seconds. Planer, uh, hand planes, okay. shoulder plane. Okay. I can't, yeah. okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, chop saw, not chop saw. Nope. Um, flush, flush cut saw. Time. Time. Don't get it. Uh, All right. So you got one, two, three, five. four, five. Yep. That's what I got. Go. All right. Very good. All right. Sorry I screwed up the other thing before, but I, I got it now. All right. <clears throat> Colton. Good job, Dennis. Are you ready? Are you ready, Colton? Yeah. He goes first. You just got to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey. <laughs> All 
All right, Colton. We'll put you on the spot there, brother. That's all right, I will say start. So I need you to name as many different non-electrical woodworking hand tools as you can. Are you ready? Let it happen, Captain. All right, go. All right, we got a chisel, a jack plane, a bench plane. It's like a normal hand saw. Okay. A, a Jap- Japanese saw. Okay. What's the name for the straight edge Japanese saws? Whatever. With the strong back on them. Oh, man. It does kind of put you on the spot. Oh, yeah. Speed square. uh, Carpenter square. Okay. Um, What else do I got? Five seconds. Oh, leveling blocks. Um, Time. All right. You got eight. All right, so we got eight and five. All right, Ross. All right. Are you ready, my friend? Same question as before. How many hand? And by the way, this is all about your articulation, too, because you could say, you could say Jack Plane, you could say. Oh, I know. You know yeah, don't give yes. them away. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm not being a stickler here. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right, Ross, are you ready? Yep. And go. A hand plane, a jack plane, a bench plane, a block plane, a router plane, um, a bench chisel, a pairing chisel, a scribe, an auger, uh, an awl, a hammer, a wrench, um, uh, let's see, trying to think of, oh yeah, a Japanese saw, hand saw, a pull saw, a crosscut saw, um, uh, let's see, um, a hand router, um, mm. a router, sorry, router plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that okay. one. Um, that time. Okay. okay. So you got five, 10, 15, 16. Very good. All right. I can't believe I forgot hammer. <laughs> I, guess, I thought somebody would say hammer. Is a hammer and a mallet different? Yeah, they I guess are. so. Absolutely. Yeah, you could have said both of those. You could say oh, wooden mallet, rubber mallet, plastic mallet. I was picturing my cabinets yeah. and like, what's in them? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I totally blanked, man. man. Yeah, wow. All right. <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> Nailed it, Ross. Way to go. <laughs> That was humbling. <laughs> All right, so we'll do this a little Sheesh. different this time. So let's say Ross, you get to pick first, okay. and then Dennis, and then Colton. How about okay. that? All right, Ross, what particular number between one and ten? Five. Okay, so you've got five. What do you got, uh, Dennis. Dennis? Nine. All right, and Colton? Six. Six again for Colton. The number was nine. Ooh. All right. Ooh. So, so it goes Dennis, means... Colton, then me. Or sorry. That is it right. goes me, then Colton, then Dennis. Is the it order. It goes you, then Colton, then Dennis. That is correct. So that would be and and two and three. Okay. That's a little more harder to do than I thought. Yeah. Okay. It's All right. I'm, I'm glad I had Ross because I'm Aren't we all losing it here? Yes. All right. <laughs> we are actually. I, I, your your buttery voice makes me sleep very good after each podcast. Excellent. Glad I could help. Okay. I snuggle up with one of your shirts and like kind of 
Mm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question number two. In 45 seconds, I need you to, after I say the word start, name as many different types of screw heads as you can. Each size counts as one. Oh, okay. Okay. This will be fun, right? All right. You got this. All right. And so, Ross, you go. Uh, wait, wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. One, three. Ross is first. Yes. Ross is first. All right. You ready? Yep. And go. T5, T8, T10, T12, T15, T18, T20. I've never seen it. T25. <laughs> okay. Um, Phillips. Uh, standard. Hex. Hex number six. Hex number eight. Hex number 10. Hex number 12. Hex number 14. And hex number 18. Um, there is also, um, uh, Ooh. Oh, an Allen head, uh, mm-hmm. a star head. You mm-hmm. have, uh, a square head. You mm-hmm. have time. All 22. right. 20. Yeah. 22. So he's keeping track too. All right. Very good. 22. Well, is the star. I thought the stars were for the T. I think they are. Or am I thinking something else? I think they are. So you've got Torx and Star. Are those different? Oh, it's different? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Okay, never mind. Yeah, because a Star, a Torx is like, got I'm not a trying little, to get nitty gritty with it. Got a little I'm funk just... thing on it, right? And a Star is not. All right. It's all so over there. Like, uh, get up. Uh, I'm a Torx. All right, Colton. Uh, Wait, um, I mean, Oh, okay. There's a T18? Yeah. The only reason I know that is because I have a ridiculous, like, 200 screw head um, bit set that goes through all the different sizes. And I was literally just in my mind going, like, down the line. All I ever use is I use a 10, a 15, a 20, a 25, and very rarely a 30. Yeah. Which you missed. Yeah, I just use a 20 and a 25 Mm -hmm. usually. 15s and the 10s are like small stuff. Okay, very good. Colton, you ready? Are you ready, Colton? Name as many different types of screws as you can. Are you ready? In 45 seconds and start. All right, flathead, Phillips, uh, I guess star bit, and then uh, T20, T25. I mean, T5, T8, T10, T12, <laughs> T15, T18, T20. Oh, I already said T20. Uh, let's see. Uh, you got an Allen head. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Come on. That's got, not all of them. Keep going. <laughs> got like 10 seconds left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Five. That's Three, all. That's all. I remember. Okay. I'm not, I'm not getting anything else. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So you got nine. All right. So you got twenty-two. Sure. No, he got thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Oh, he counted the T's too fast for me. That's why you were counting too. All right. Thirteen mm. for Colton. All right. Very good. All right, Dennis. Don't let me down now. Remember, each size counts as one. All right. So just start thinking about sizes because size matters right now. 
All right, here we go. How, name as many different types of screwheads as you can in 45 seconds and start. T5, T8, T10, T12, T15, T20, T25, T30, flathead, Phillips head, Phillips number two, Phillips number three, um, Allen head, eighth inch Allen, three sixteenth inch Allen, quarter inch Allen, half inch Allen, three quarter inch Allen, um, eight millimeter, nine millimeter, 10 millimeter, 11 millimeter, 12 millimeter, 13 millimeter, 14 millimeter, 15 millimeter, 16 millimeter, 17 millimeter. <laughs> what else? Um, three quarter inch Allen. I said that. Um, five sixteenths Allen. Time. All right. Very you good. You beat me by one. I can't believe I didn't, I didn't even think about <laughs> Phillips head one, two, and three. Wow. Yeah, Phillips one, Phillips has zero, negative zero, zero, one, two, I'm three, blanking four. out so bad today. Phillips <laughs> and Flathead has like, has one yeah. sixteenth, one eighth, uh, three sixteenths, one quarter, five sixteenths. You guys are killing me here. Oh, no, right. I apologize. Oh. Dennis, you got 28. I had 28. Right. Smoked it. Well done. All right. Good job. Rattling Once you pulled out the metrics, I was like, oh, I forgot the metrics. Oh. I was like, why is it he Because there's like, mine has like three, 3.5, 4, yeah. 4.5, 5, 5.5. Yeah, all the way up to like seven, and then it goes into hole. Okay. Very good, guys. That was great. That was great. All right. Very good. Let's see if I can screw this next one up. <laughs> all right. Uh, round number three. Uh, we'll let Colton go first this time. Colton, pick a number between one and ten. So we've been three, you've been that six. Okay, six again. Six again for Cole. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, let's go Ross this time. Eight. All right. And Dennis? Four. Four. Okay. The actual number. For round number three is the number five. So that would actually be Dennis will go last, right? No, because Colton was at six. That's all right. Dennis, you got it, brother. Did I I not say? Yeah, you got it. Here's for the most intimate celebration. I'll I'll, I'll go in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be. Yeah, you you can go last. It'll be the same order. I'll go go in the middle. It's the closest to the answer without going over. Oh. Oh, without going over. The first number oh, okay, one. Cool. Yeah, without going oh, yeah. over. Well, then, so then, well, then yeah, definitely. it'll be yeah. me, Colton, then Dennis. It'll be you, Colton, then Dennis. That is right. Okay. Very good. Thank you for helping me with that. All right. So here we go. <laughs> What's the question this time, <clears throat> Jess? This question this time is really easy, but I know it's going to stump you. Okay. And then you're going to get out, done with it, and you're like, mother. I knew. Okay. So, uh, Ross, you get to go first. Okay. And I need you, let me get my thing closed. I need you to name as many different tool companies of any type, woodworking or otherwise, as you can in 45 seconds. Okay. Okay. And are you ready? Uh, start. Klein Tools, uh, Metabo, Cobalt, Ryobi, Makita, Milwaukee, Festool, 
uh, Hitachi, DeWalt, um, uh, Stanley, Craftsman, uh, uh, going through these, uh, Diablo, Forest, um, Cuts all. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. um, You're doing good. Just uh, walk around Workman's Con. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phantom, Shop Saber, um, Laguna, um, Oneida. Uh, None. Done. Done. All right. 18. 18 is what I had. Very good. All right. 18, Ross. That is awesome. I was trying to I mentally you guys. walk around the tool section at Lowe's and Menards and <laughs> yeah, Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Don't forget that you can steal. All right, mm-hmm. Colton. Are you ready? You don't seem excited. Come on. Oh, what? Oh, come, come on. on. You I'm, can do this. This is my th- this is my thinking face. Oh, my that's RBF. Your, your resting yeah. thinking face? Okay. All right. Yeah, RTO, yeah. So I need you to name as many tool companies as you can in 45 seconds, woodworking or otherwise. Are you ready? Let it happen, Captain. And 45 seconds starts now. Inventables, JTEC Photonics, uh, Shop Saver, uh, Phantom. What was that? Oh, uh, uh, Tools, well, Tools Today is a seller, I guess. Uh, Armana Tools, uh, Festool, Craftsman. I can't believe I forgot ones that are in my own shop. Uh, <laughs> Makita, uh, Stanley, Diablo, uh, Craig, Wen. Uh, um, Sheesh. Time. Oh, cold. cold All right. Well, so I got thir- 13. 12. I got 13. Oh, well, the one, the first one is just, is that like you said, Inventables? Then, like, was that one? It's a dual name company, company yes. Okay. JTech right. Photonics is one word. Okay. I thought that was two. Okay. Very so good. So 12. Okay. 12. Very good. That's all right. Laser all right, Dennis. Laser I hope beams. you were writing all these down so you can literally just rip down the yeah, list. I didn't say you couldn't write anything down. That's right. Uh, walking around the store in your head is a good is a good one. I like that. I like that very much. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready to name as many different types of tool companies as you can in forty five seconds? Yep. And your time starts now. Dewalt, Klein, Ryobi, Makita, Festool, Hitachi, Lee Neeson, Stanley, Craftsman, Dremel, Bosch, Diablo, Grizzly, Laguna, Jet, Shop Saber, Phantom, Excalibur, Pegasus. East Wing, Milwaukee. I don't know if I said that. Still got 15 seconds. Yeah. I think Gorilla for the ladders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. they make wood glue. Oh, uh, wood glue, wood glue. Four seconds. I, Four on. seconds. Two. That's it. All right. 22. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, let's see what I want I can't believe I left out Dremel and uh, oh, what was the other one you said, Dennis? Uh, Grizzly. I left out Grizzly yeah. and Shopbox yeah, it, that are both in my own shop. <laughs> I also I also left You out, didn't say Milwaukee either, I don't I think. I did say Milwaukee. Did anyone say DeWalt? I did, did yeah. Milwaukee. 
Okay. But I also uh, left I off uh, Saw Stop. Uh, yeah. Have one of those, too. I didn't say Delta. Left that off. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. You guys are doing great. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> that, was, in this yeah, that was neat. Oh, you, we're not I did done this yet, like David. at the beginning. We're only yeah. halfway there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Dennis Ross, Colton, let me do it again. All right, so uh, how do we want to pick I the order I think Colton this time, should maybe? be able to go last this time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think we do Dennis, me, then Colton on this one. Okay, Dennis, number between one and ten? Three. Uh, Ross? Seven. And Colton? Uh, five changing it up all right the number on this round round number four is seven. Oh, so ross you get to go last i was actually hoping colton could go last on this one i'll trade positions he hasn't gotten to go last yet <laughs> no it's all right it's all right, right. Or whatever we're uh, it. all right it. I'll, I'll rig it up next time okay i'll just tell you what number it is and it'll just be colton's number. okay Okay. Uh, either way, it's got to act surprised though. Oh my god! All right, and that, and then uh, let's see. You went. What is the number? So four seven. So then the other two would be the next closest would be Colton. We'll go. So Dennis will second, kick it off. And, then Colton. Then me. One. All right, Dennis. You get to. You get to. You're going to kill this one. You really are, Dennis. I know. I know you. I know you, Mister Purple Heart, beside your house. Uh, <laughs> You have a veteran standing behind your house? Uh, (laughs) An awarded veteran, as a matter of fact. Okay. um, I need you to name as many different wood species as you can in 45 seconds. And I, guys, I would cheat and like a mofo right now and start writing (laughs) stuff down because he's going to kill it. You guys are going to need it if you're going to trump him. All right. Um, are you ready? Yep. All right. Don't read them so damn fast. I can't wipe my hatch marks that quick. All right. You ready? And go. Black walnut, maple, curly maple, spalted maple, bird's eye maple, paduke, yellow heart, uh, bokata, ebony, ash, Uh thermal ash, cherry, Popper, honey locust, sycamore. Did I say purple heart? Nope. No. Right. Um, purple heart. Pine, cedar, uh, gunko olives, maple burl. Time. Twenty. Yep, and twenty. That was strong. Very, that was freaking strong, man. Gonco Alves, I didn't think you would. That's like a, and Bacote. That's a. Juan that's Valdez, crazy. the guy who brings you the coffee. Did you say olive wood? Uh, I don't know. Did you say olive wood? I, I didn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All I right. Was at my, I was right. at the place that I get stuff from, and I'm like walking around the aisle. like. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, Colton. You got all, you got, you got to get at least 20 if you wrote them all down. Are you ready? I didn't you, get all those written down. <laughs> you tell me. I don't even know how to spell some of them. All right. Uh, I need you to name as many different types of wood species as you can in 45 seconds so that I can crown you king tonight of the Woodworking Podcast. Are you ready? 
Let it happen, Kevin. I already and said that. And <laughs> go. I got hard maple, soft maple, bird's eye maple, curly maple. Oh, we got cedar, royal cedar, um, ash, cherry, poplar, honey locust, pine, uh, olive wood, Honduran mahogany, African mahogany. Wow. Oh, wow. black walnut. Uh, normal walnut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hickory. Uh, I said cherry. Time. I All right. Know. So you got, I got uh, 16. I have 17. If you're counting normal walnut. As one? No, he, that's not a wood. It's got to be like Asian walnut or something. Yeah. You can't say that. All right, oh, 16. 16. 16 for you and 20. Man. Okay, Ross, you got to murder this, man. You got to murder I this. Mean, Our guest is oh, killing you guys. I mean, I'm I'm keeping up here, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, you, you're doing good, Ross. Everybody's doing great. All right, here we go. Ross. Wood species, as many as you got in 45 seconds. Are you ready? Yes. And time starts now. Hard maple, soft maple, quilted maple, bird's eye maple, spalted maple, ipe, mahogany, African mahogany, South American mahogany, uh, uh, cherry, apple, olive, apricot, walnut, black walnut, uh, pecan, uh, oak, white oak, red oak, um, uh, poplar, alder, ash, uh, uh, crapola burgers. Um, oh, time. Yeah, I got 22. <laughs> 22. So I believe Very I won good. by two, but yeah. That is right. Very good. Very, very, very good. Now, I will say, can guys, I need the judges to come into this. Can he say oak and then say white oak and then red oak? Yes, because oak is a general type of wood. You did not specify. (laughs) You see that little attitude he got? Mm -hmm. All right. Just kidding. I'm sad I left oak off. I'm literally touching a piece of red oak right now. Is that what you call it? All right. (laughs) I left it off, man. All right. Very good. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh, Round number five. All right. Uh, So who's going to go? Last time we did Ross. uh, We did Dennis Ross Colton. So let's do Colton Ross Dennis. How about that? Sure. Colton, uh, pick a number between one and ten. Six. All right. Ten. (laughs) Okay, and Dennis? Five. And this number for round five is the number eight. So that means, Colton, uh, you get to go last, Mm -hmm. which is good. And I didn't make that up. So Colton is number three. And then uh, Dennis, you would be number two. And Ross, you're a little high, so you're number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, the best. Number one. <laughs> All right. Question number uh, around five. The question is 
Name as many type of saws, electrical or human powered, as you can in 45 seconds. Okay? okay. So just so it could be plug-in, it could be freaking pneumatic for all I care, or human powered. Okay? Okay. And your time starts now. Pull saw, Japanese pull saw, crosscut saw, uh, dovetail saw, uh, uh, um, bow saw, um, a circular saw, a track saw, a table saw, a crosscut saw, a uh, saw, sorry, martyr saw, uh, a radial arm saw, um, uh, a, a two-man lumberjacking saw. Sure. A, uh, um, a chainsaw. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a plunge saw for timber framing. Um, mm-hmm. A bandsaw. Didn't get the bandsaw in oh. there. All right, you got eight. All right, good job. Well, I had, All right, call. Oh, I did have eight. Damn it. You didn't <laughs> count the bandsaw. So, no, I didn't count the fan saw because I got to cut you off. All right. So, uh, next person is Dennis. All right. God, and he says them so fast. I need your name as me. You say eight? Yeah, I got eight. Yeah. No, I got 13. To... I got at least 12. I got 13. Oh, yeah, you got 13. Yeah. yeah, you miscounted like I did. Okay, 13. 13. Okay. 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 Dennis. Are you ready to name as many saws, electrical or human powered, as you can in 45 seconds? And your time starts now. Pull saw, jigsaw, scroll saw, flush cut saw, dovetail saw, uh, bow saw, two-man pull saw, track saw, miter saw, radio arm saw, chainsaw, bandsaw, sawzall, Japanese saw, table saw. Crosscut saw. Didn't say that. Um, 15 seconds till. Handsaw. Mine goes handsaw. Okay. Mine goes kind of blank after that. Mm-hmm. Done. I have 17. I have 16. You have 16? I got 17 on that one. Okay. All right, we'll call it 16 and a half. All right. Are you ready, Colton? Does, uh... <laughs> Great answer. Does butter taste good? Really? Yeah. It, Let's go. Does, it, does a dick boner drag weeds? All right. You ready? A Dennis, duck with a... <laughs> does a duck boner drag weeds? Isn't that what you said? You said a dick boner. Uh, yeah. A duck boner. You know, like he has a little duck erection. Yeah, we know what it is. Just get on to the question. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Round number five. Name as many types of saws, electrical or human powered as you can. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's and go. Your time starts now. Pull saw, Japanese saw, cross cut saw. Bow saw, circular saw, track saw, table saw, miter saw, sliding miter saw, mm-hmm. radial saw, lumberjack saw, uh, chainsaw, a plunge saw, band saw, 
a, a jigsaw, flush cut saw, uh, sawzall, uh, handsaw. Oh, um, I did plunge song, my song, um, Japanese. Uh, Mm. Well, I guess that's a, that's all the sauce. There's no more sauce. <laughs> all right, <laughs> no, no more in existence. <laughs> so you got uh, eighteen. That's what I came up with. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. So like when you go to to the store, they'll have a handsaw, right? But they'll have like a, like a sixteen, or they'll have like a twenty inch, and then they have them like where they're like miter saws, where they got a ridge back. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different hand saws, right? Yeah. There's like, and then there's ones that are made for ripping, and then there's ones that are made for cross cuts. Yep. They have different teeth and stuff like that. So, all right, hacksaw. Yeah, I hacksaw. It's Jim Duggan. Oh. Yeah, hacksaw, hacksaw yeah, and yeah. Jim Duggan. Nobody said it. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. yeah, it's a metal yeah. saw. Metal. Kind of vague, but it counts. Woo! All right, final round, guys. Here we go. This one's the hardest question that I could think of. Just to screw with you guys. I'm glad that I'm not doing this because I would do very poorly at this next question, but I have a feeling uh, Colton will probably do really well. And Ross and Dennis, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if you will or not, but I hope that you do. All right. So pick a number. Uh, so we're going to let. Um, uh, Dennis go first. Yeah. He's the guest, man. Come on. Dennis, go first. Which uh, pick, pick a number between one and 10. Six. And you stole Colton's uh, number. <laughs> Colton? Six and a half. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, I go one. Okay. So, and Ross? I was going to take one dollar, Bob. Uh, Two dollars. What is happening? Here? Okay. The Ooh. number for Ryan Out Six was the number six. So, Dennis, you yeah, get to go last. Go. That's number three. And then the next closest would be uh, Ross. All right, all right, all would right. Be, uh, no, the next closest person would be Ross. Oh. So you you would be, yeah. would be two. And then, and then Colton, Colton will go first. We'll go first, okay? All right. <clears throat> this is hard. This is hard. That's what all she right. said. My friends, oh, yeah. my friends used heard. to do this when I was in a band. They used to do this with albums and stuff. And I would listen to them, and I'm like, I can't. I don't. I, my I can't do this. All right. I need you to Dennis or no Colton. Who's going Colton. first? Colton. I am Colton. I need you to name as many social media accounts that you know of that are makers or woodworkers, either by name or by brand, either, either oh. accounts, either accounts and each. So for instance, if you said I'm going to blank name, out and forget a friend, this is mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is mean. You can name their social media Ooh. account. Like, for instance, if it's like Dennis, right? He's got like his name. You can name him and that, and that counts as two. Okay. So, like some of our guests we've had on, their social media account is not their name. It's like some sort of brand logo. You can do that plus their name. Oh, All right. You don't have to, but you get as many as you want, right? In 45 seconds. What do you think? Oh, I, I hate this question. I'm going to blank out and forget a buddy, man. This is not and, and nice. You're not going <laughs> to blank out and forget a buddy. Okay. We're, not, okay. we're not supposed to just open up our phones and scroll through all the different Yeah, Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. opening my phone. Okay. okay, yeah, you got my word on that. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Are you that ready? Happy. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let it. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. And your time starts now. All right. Uh, little bug woodworking. Um, Brayden. Uh, we got Ross with RNC Woodworks. Uh, Jess with Jess Build It. We got Dennis with Alpha One. Um, Colton with Colt Crit. Oh, uh, we got. Just think of our guests. Yeah, I, I, I know that I, I, I'm having a freak out in my head. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got we got Jeff Hinky. We got oh, I hate this. <laughs> um, can I name other podcasts? Yeah, that does work. Nah, that time. Yes, you could have. You got All seven. Right, ten. I got ten. He got seven. No, because he gets no, he gets one for the name. And he gets one for the, the – that's what the rule specified. Either by name or brand, either counts as one. Yeah, I got seven out of those. No, he had he had ten. Okay. He had – We'll give him had, ten, and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had ten. I, he, I don't know how many I had. Because like us right name. here is eight. He didn't name he all of your accounts, Jess. Yeah, he did suggest and just build it. Colt with Colt Crit, Ross with RNC Woodworks, Dennis with Alpha One. Okay. So that's two each one. Right? Okay. That's where the difference came in. All right. Okay. All right. It's getting so feisty. I mean, All right. I, Here we I, go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So it's it's person, maker. That's it's um either their maker account or their name or both. Okay. But you get two points if you get both. Okay. Right? Basically. All right. All right, so I'm up next. Number Ross. Number Ross. I need you to number Ross. Uh, final round, number six. Many social media woodworkers or makers doesn't have to just be woodworkers. Any kind of maker, right? Mm -hmm. uh, name or brand or both. Okay, in 45 seconds, and the time starts Sorry. now. Uh Ross, RNC work, Woodworking and Design. Jess, Get Me Cabinets. Jess Building, Woodworks Tampa Bay. <laughs> Colton, Colt Grit. Dennis, Alpha One Construction. John Malecki, John Malecki Builds. Jason Hibbs, Bourbon Moth. Um, Pink Soul Studios. Um, uh, Cowdog Craftworks. Um, uh, Lincoln Street, John, uh, Blake from BM Sculptures, BM Sculptures, um, uh, uh, Brett from Cascade Create. Good, stop. Good job. You got 21? Yeah. Is that right? 21. Very good. All right. And finally, Dennis, are you ready? Jess, you're worth four. That's fun. <laughs> I, know, I can't believe I didn't say get me cabinets. That's uh, okay. That's okay. All right. I, I, I'm bad at this this style of game. I, I, would, I'll, I I'll would do terrible. I would be so yeah. stupid. I would forget to name you guys. Like, I, I just do terrible, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, all right, Dennis, I also forgot to name – well, both Colton and I forgot to name the show that we're on right now. I'll give you that one, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you yep. ready? Oh man. 
Yeah, I, we would accept a podcast, wouldn't we? It is a maker account. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you can name podcasts, yeah, that are maker podcasts. Are you ready? Yep. And your time starts now. Beat around the bench. Yes, just build it. My woodworking is Ingrain Wood Studios. My name and Alpha One Carpentry. Tampa Woodworks, Get Me Cabinets, Bourbon Moth, Third Coast, Coast Craftsman, John Blackie, Jason Hibbs, B&M Sculptures, Colt, Colt Crit, Ross, RNC Woodworks, House of Timber, Cascade Create, Workbench Con. Um, Doing good. I got to think of people. time all right so i got 19 yeah one two three four very good 19 all right so you guys i really appreciate you playing that i know it was a little stressful but i thought it was good to get your minds going thinking about all kinds of different things different tools different bits think about all the different things you use every day and uh (laughs) You don't even realize how much you actually know sometimes. So everybody give yourself a round of applause. While you guys do Whiskey of the Week, I will tally it up. That was fun. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. All right. uh, I don't know about you guys, but after all that, I am ready to start talking about drinking. Um, Colton, (laughs) are you ready to jump into a little Whiskey of the Week? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I already used my Does Butter Taste Good? On food. Dennis, so, do you imbibe yeah, let's get a little it. brown spirits? <laughs> I do not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sit back and, and learn yourself something then. <laughs> Here we go. The whiskey of the week. The whiskey of the week for last week, being that today is Fat Tuesday, and that has to do with the kickoff of, uh, well, it's the finale of Mardi Gras. The whiskey of the week for today was the Sazerac Rye. Colton, were you able to procure it and did it dandy? Man, I was able to procure it. And, you know, this is one that I think I've seen it a lot more than I've actually tasted it, right? Because it, it looked familiar, the bottle and everything. Okay. But um, yeah, it's at least been a year. Like, since we started doing this podcast, I've tasted it. And, like, the first sip you know we always do the first one like straight out the bottle it it, it was like vert de furk. like it was like off the wall man like it was like it i don't know like it on the nose like it's it, it's a little fruity it smells thick right like a little fruity like like oh and then once you taste it it's got kind of like that, that strong rye backing mm-hmm. right and i I mean, I really liked it, but, um, but yeah, it kind of catches you off guard. Like makes you like your chin kind of tuck and do like a circular motion with your head, you know, like, (laughs) Ooh, and breathe in through your nose. Like, uh, it's definitely a whiskey of its own, man. I'd say. I do appreciate how your, your palate has actually progressed over the last year, Colton. It has. Because when we started out, you're like, man, this goes down like a mule kicking you in the face. (laughs) And now you're like, man, this one comes in and it, it, you know, it, you know, it comes at you through the gas pipe like a greyhound in your backside, and you're like, 
Okay. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm impressed, yeah. sir. Well done. Yeah. No, man. Well, I appreciate the the guidance on it, man. And um, yeah. Also, as far as the the cocktail, so I did go with the Sazerac as suggested, mm-hmm. um, with the correct Peshaw bitters. Uh, <laughs> no, they <laughs> still the the uh, aperitivo bitters, but it um. I did ha- actually have lemon this time. Okay. So I was able to appropriately uh, zest it. And um, I mean, the the few co- like recipes I looked up, they didn't call for the lightning on fire, like the zest stuff, mm-hmm. but I still did it. And yeah, it really rounded it out, man. Like uh, as far as like the making a Sazerac with the Sazerac rye, it like – I don't know. I'd say a campfire, but it's like more summery. Okay. Like it's got the those fruity tones, right? And so maybe like a foot rub by the pool kind of vibe. Okay. Like it's um I I did appreciate it, man. It was good. Excellent. It was good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, being that the the theme of today's show is sudden death, I wanted to go with a little bit of a Canadian feel for the whiskey. So the whiskey coming up for this upcoming whiskey of the week is the 40 Creek. Confederate whiskey, Confederation, uh, Confederation Oak. Sorry, is the official name. So forty. Oh, so I, I, Forty Creek Confederation I had, Oak. I had Forty Creek before. I've never had the Confederation Oak. Uh, you have had um, you have had Lot Forty, and you have had. Um, there was a different creek in there. I don't think you may have had it, but oh no, no I, I wasn't saying on the podcast. Okay. Uh, I'm saying I, I remember this like. It wasn't all the way back to high school, but it, like maybe mid college. Okay, I, I had Forty Creek, and uh, I remember hearing that Forty Creek had beat Crown in some blind taste tests, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot more bang for buck. Yes, a lot more cost effective. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite as readily yeah, available, not especially the, uh, in your state. But yeah, Crown is literally everywhere. So. But yeah, I want you no, to uh, give that a whirl. So I'm curious to see what you think. Yeah. So yeah, well, well, okay. I don't know. Well, do you have a cocktail off the top of your head for it? Um, well, you know what? Being that we're coming up uh, towards towards Workbench Con, um, I, I would say something a little bit more springy. So I would say do a Canadian version. Of, or Canadian whiskey version of a Tom Collins. Okay. Try that out. I'll give it a whack. Bro. All righty. Uh, All right. Would you guys like to know the totals? Sure. Oh, yeah. And who's going to be crowned woodworking champion mm-hmm. of this week's podcast? It's got to be me, right? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis came in with oh. a total of 110 correct answers. Well done. All Very right. good. Colton with 77 correct answers, <laughs> an admirable 77. And uh, the wiener of today's podcast is Ross with 112. Wow. Ooh, that's a, that's a close. Nail biter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very good. Well played, Dennis. Very, well played. Very good, guys. Very good. So, Dennis, we typically wrap up each of these shows by sharing a nugget. And if you've heard some of the prior episodes, you know what those are. But if you haven't, uh, a nugget is typically either if you could 
talk to yourself when you were first starting out in your woodworking days with the knowledge that you have now, what advice would you give? Or if there's a piece of advice you want to give to all the, um, the listeners out there who are woodworkers and makers and construction folks, uh, anything that you would say, here's a, you know, a nickel's worth of advice uh, for the future. So you don't have to come up with it right away. We can give ours in the meantime if you need a second. But if you have one, feel free to shoot. All right. I would say no matter what you're doing, if you have a passion for it, go for it. Even if everybody has a second opinion or thinks like maybe you shouldn't do that, maybe that's not, you know, it won't be profitable. It it doesn't matter. If you have an idea and you know, like, for instance, um, I don't, I don't, I say like, I'm going to get X amount, like, um, not, not famous or whatever. Like I'm going to get here. It's not mm-hmm. a matter of how it's a matter of when, cause I know it will happen. Yeah. There you go. I like Lean that. in brother. Hell yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Colton, you got something you want to share or you need a second? No, I'm good. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, whenever you're, especially for a big project, which this is a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. It's playing extra time. Like I had a That's good. set of boards this last week. I'm only laughing was... simply because it's you, Colton. <laughs> you and know. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, the disclaimer hits heavy this time. But yeah, I had a set of boards this week that were a tier one, which our tier one boards is uh no resin and we do like a uh vinyl logo which that is that was a cool thing i did get the so crystals normally normally i just like send her files and she'll cut me the vinyl out right she has a little silhouette machine yeah it's like a cricket yeah. um but i i got to learn the the silhouette this week which um it, it was yeah it was pretty simple to use once you get used to it but um but yeah i was doing this green bay logo right and i did a ton of layers on it trying to get all the colors in of this vinyl and then I think it's ready to go and I go out to the the paint booth where I've put polyurethane on it and the poly is not setting correctly at all on the vinyl and like, it was a very green humid day oh you should just throw the whole thing out <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah long story short I had, I got them to her the next day it was a local drop off. Um, so luckily they, they didn't have to ship by any time, but um, I'm going to be getting these boards back though. And uh, I did get them in time for the, her husband's birthday, but yeah, it, it, it was a whole mess, but I could have used an extra day and I need, I, I should have planned for it. And yeah, here we are. So that's my nugget. Okay. Okay. Just- so what do you got to do? Like scuff the vinyl? Uh, I'm actually going to trash everything I did with like the main logo. And, um, I ordered some like one layer stickers. And so I was like five layers deep on the, with this, uh, vinyl, like stacking it up. Like the, you can imagine you got the G is one layer. Then you got like yeah. a, a layer behind it. That's the green and the yellow. And then it's like a digital two print. other green yellows. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I got to get, then I'll, I'm also going to switch to an oil based polyurethane for this one and um, really, really uh, 
protect it well. So okay, sounds good. Um, my nugget is is it's not like anything philosophical. It's just like a little thing that you can get for your shop. And this yeah. is like the this is like Ross's um, construction paper under the glue up deal. Mm-hmm. Like why in the world? And I always have this and do this. Like why? And it's those little yellow plastic pyramid things you put under your stuff when you're For like finishing? painting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never had them. Like, I don't know why I never bought them. They used to be expensive a long time ago when they first came out, like when they first invented them. Now they're not. And like I had, I'm staining this maple table black and it's called, it's called true black and it's black. And usually I can stains like a, like say the top, or a part or something of the table and stain one side and like let it dry for a couple of days and then flip it over. And I'll put it on like some blue tape on like a little stick or something that has fresh blue tape on it. And it still left a mark. All of them did. And so then I had to restain them and all that. And it's just annoying. And, um, man, I, I I've had some headaches with some black stains. Uh, myself. So yeah. I got those little yellow things and like, they're real small. You just got to use a lot of them. It's heavy, but, what a great little invention. What mm-hmm. a great little invention. You just got a little tiny tip and you just sit there like little pyramids. Like some of them click together if you want and you can buy 50 of them for like $15. Nice. So get yourself some of those. If you paint or stain anything, get you some. Oh, and then you can make like little boards because they want to slide around. You can just screw them down to the board and then you always have these like little paint boards where you can just set stuff all over the. Hmm. Anyway, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my nugget is actually talking about my new favorite finishing technique, and it's more so for uh, larger furniture or uh, live edge furniture, if you will. But I, I did a combination of the total boat penetrating epoxy and then walrus oil on top of it, and it looks incredible. Like the penetrating epoxy seeped in and did everything it was supposed to, got into all the pores, made it uniform. The walrus oil went on top of it, uh, and it's a furniture finish rather than the butter, to answer your question that's coming up, Colton. Um, but the furniture finish uh, put on this perfect perfect amount of sheen to it, and it's going to dry overnight, and tomorrow I will be able to put on the ceramic Nano 3 coating. But... Um, or the N3 nano coating, whatever it is. But um, I'm super excited about how it looks. And the customer is unbelievably happy. And it's probably the nicest looking finish I have ever gotten on a slab piece before. So so you put that penetrating epoxy, so it it's like real thin, right? Yeah, it's almost the consistency of like Sprite. Can you... um? Sand it a little bit after? Or yeah, no? so I let it sink in, and then I sanded everything. Uh, I let it sit for 24 hours, and then I sanded everything to 300 grit. And yeah. then I put on the, the walrus oil, and it it was like it's butter. Like glass. Yeah, it's awesome. So it still, it still leaves a little bit of wood for the other yep. stuff to soak into. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Probably makes it harder, too. Yes, and it'll protect it. Uh, from spills and everything else as well. So with the combination of those two with the ceramic on top, this thing is going to be like bulletproof and I'm really excited about it. So I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I really That's like my that. helpful hint. Awesome. Yeah. Penetrating epoxy. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not going to like, it goes much further than you'd think as well. 
I probably only used three ounces of it to cover the Is entire it table. Yeah. It's a two to one I'm ratio. And um, oh, okay. you mix it together. It was about three ounces of stuff. And you can spread that with a squeegee literally all over the top of the table. And it, it goes so much further than you think. I've never seen, I've only ever seen anybody use it for like, you know, like when they're going to turn something yeah. that's like really soft and they'll put it in a pot with the penetrating epoxy. But that's a great use for it, putting it on top of a table. Yeah, I'm really pleased with it. So I, I will have an update for you guys next week as far as how everything looks, but I'm, very I'm very pleased. So, all right, Dennis, I wanted to say thank you for jumping on with us today. It has been an honor and a pleasure, and we hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Yeah, I did. Thanks guys. I really appreciate this. And we are looking forward to meeting you at WorkbenchCon. So before yeah. we let you go, uh, if everybody wants to start following you or learn more about you, how do they do it? Um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, in Greenwood Studios. I also have TikTok. So if you go on my Instagram, the links for TikTok there. Um, and yeah, it's all there. Okay. Awesome. Boys, anything else we want to share, cover? That's oh, it for I, me, baby. That's it okay. for me. Well, to all our listeners out there, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast. And thank you very much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed every second of this episode. If you didn't, please send all your complaints to our penalty box loving legal representation at the Hanson Brothers Law Firm, where their motto is, we foil up and throw down for every case. We're ready to do some old time lawyering like Matlock and Perry Mason. For Jess, Colton and Ross, this has been the Beat Around the Bench podcast, and we will catch you all next time. See ya. Woo!